0: Hi and welcome to the Female Health Podcast. My name is Mary Jo McGuire, owner of MJ Nutrition. I have a degree and master's in nutritional science and I'm studying to be a nutritional therapist also. I work with women every day who want to lose weight, improve their relationship with food, hack their hormones, regulate their cycle, restore their periods, learn about nutrition for hormonal balance, help women come off the pill and lots more. This podcast will be a place to talk about all things female health related, from periods to the pill, weight loss, diets, fertility, acne, PMS, and lots, lots more. I hope this platform to be educational and empowering, so women can take charge of their health, their hormones, so they can feel and look their best at all stages. Hi, and welcome to the Female Health Podcast. So, today I have a lovely guest on, Kira Butler. I'm really excited to have the chats with her now because she has so much going on I'm we've literally just been chatting off air on how much is going on I feel a bit overwhelmed with her life so I don't know how she's doing it but uh Kira is a what the really like what I want to get her on for was talking about solo travel so she's big into solo travel she's a vegan she's nutritionist big interest in mindset she's doing a course in CBT and she's also in her final year of teaching in UL uh, for PE and English so like wow there's so much going on there but I just thought like there, it'd be really cool to get uh, here on um to kind of have a chat a bit about um solo travel firstly we'll talk a little bit about nutrition as well but uh, I think the solo travel would be a really good one to have because I know a lot of people are kind of exploring this side um you know of life I guess and especially the last two years you know a lot of people who may never have thought travel was something they were interested in may now want to do it so I think it's great to have her on to talk about that and also. Um, she's really into I suppose energy, law of attraction, uh, that kind of thing and like that's something that I touch in as well and I don't talk about it a lot but I love it and it's something that I just do in my own personal life but um, I think it's great to have people who are so open about it and who do talk about it and like you know can help other people who want to kind of get into this I don't want a lifestyle would you call it or just kind of way of thinking I suppose so anyway I'll stop rambling pass it over to you Kira, and thank you firstly so much for coming on in your busy schedule but uh yeah just tell us a bit about yourself and introduce yourself whatever
1: (laughs) oh thank you so much first of all I literally saw the message to come on and I was like like what you were saying there I'm really into the law of attraction and things like that so it was on my vision board and I said it to you and I was like oh my god (laughs) um so yeah like even when you were introducing me it doesn't even feel like that's my life because I'm like wow that sounds a little bit hectic but at the same time I'm like okay like when you kind of look back and you just kind of tick off a thing here and there it does really like blow up into like having like the life that you kind of want to live and I suppose it's only when other people point it out sometimes that I'm like wow like I really do enjoy a lot of the things that I do um but yeah, I suppose what you were saying there about moving in final year. So I'll just start with that first of all and say <laughs> this is my second last Friday Um, on school placement at the moment. So I'm teaching at the moment. This is my ninth week, so the end of the ninth week. Next week is week 10. And basically, I suppose, with the travel side of things, it has been a little restricted at the moment because of the way things are changing. You never know what's going to happen. But at the start of school placement, I kind of had a look and said okay we're back now I was away for the summer and I was kind of traveling around or whatever and I was like what are my values because this is going to be a big change in my life going back into final year now and we've been online for over a year so I was so used to this flexible lifestyle I started my business so I started my business last May and from there I was like okay like I'm so used to living like just from my laptop wherever I want And then it was just this stark contrast where I was like, I'm going to be nine to five. And this is so against my whole belief system. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what can we do? I sat down with myself every morning journaling. Like, I'll speak a little bit more about that, maybe what I do to kind of get out the subconscious kind of thoughts in the morning. So I write down, like, what does my subconscious want to tell me in the morning for the week before I started school placement? And it just kept coming back like, my top value is like freedom and my top value is like new experiences adventure being my own like boss in all parts of my life yeah. and I was like wow well, how are we going to go in and teach here I was like we have to finish the degree you want to finish the degree but we're really stuck here so then I thought of the idea of doing 24-hour trips so I got the idea into my head and I was like okay how can we make this work if you have to be there Monday to Friday like you fail if you're not there (laughs) yeah I have to be there even if we don't have classes all of the time and I was like okay started to look up on Skyscanner Skyscanner is probably like my best friend and (laughs) basically I was on there and I was searching like Dublin to everywhere and Shannon to everywhere because I'm from Clare so Shannon's the closest to me but of course very limited so I'm like okay Dublin to anywhere I'll get to Dublin somehow and then I just started so I went on Booked it two days before I told the student teachers in school they thought it was crazy. I was like, Yeah, I'm just going to Bratislava tomorrow. Yeah. And they were like, What? I was like, Yeah, I was only a tenner like, I'm gonna go. And I just like started to do this. And I was like, okay. So then I went to a few. So I did about four 24 hour trips. And I really like wanted to show people, especially anyone who's listening to this, that even if you have the nine to five lifestyle and that suits you, because just because it doesn't suit me doesn't mean it doesn't suit somebody else. And you can still have like That time where you do have freedom and you do solo travel and have the experiences and do it on a budget, because that was a massive thing for me. I was like, I feel like the life that I kind of portrayed during the summer when I was posting looks a bit like unattainable for some people if you're not working online or if you're not comfortable being on your own. Maybe you only want to do one night, you don't want to be in a hostel for a month because I've done it, and sometimes it gets a bit boring after a while having to share a shower, share this, share that. Yeah. You're kind of like sometimes I like to just go for one night and then leave straight away and not to worry too much about the facilities and things like that. Um, But yeah, so that's what I started to do. And basically, over the last few weeks, it really solidified for me that like solo travel has been such a key part to me developing myself. And every single message, like I'd say like 90% of messages that I've ever gotten in my life are all about solo travel. And it's always a similar question, like we were speaking before saying that a lot of it is a lot of fear around it and it's the fact that it's not already spoken about a lot yeah. and like if there is kind of a stigma around it, where it's like danger danger yeah. and everybody has to go through that feeling because yeah. people don't believe me when I say I was terrified like once upon a time the word hostile I was like oh my god like that would be horrendous I was like that sounds like my worst nightmare like I'd never stayed in a hostel before and so then I always say to people like. I suppose just going back there when I started solo traveling. So I went, my first ever solo trip was when I was finished my leaving search. So my friends, they all had ag science left and I had finished mine because I did German. So I was finished up on the Friday. I just turned 17 in the middle of the leaving search. So I was quite young in the leaving search and I finished the leaving cert. I was like, okay, I want to do something on my own. And I was like, I'm going to just go and check the flight. So I checked and <laughs> I, I looked it up and it said like um Shannon to Manchester and it was like eight euro so I was like well off I go so I went that morning came back that night so I went six o'clock in the morning or something came back that night at 10 and in my first ever solo trip so what I always say to people is just go for the day you don't have oh. to stay over just go for the day and I don't know like if you kind of done the same on your own before like just going off for the day and just like feeling back
0: and away of I honestly that's amazing. At 17 you did that. Oh my god. I there's not (laughs) seventeen year olds. I like that like you clearly have that like independent kind of, you know, uh, personality side to yourself, or just like to like be by yourself as well, which everyone has and should explore but like mm-hmm. um you know it's quite probably it was strong on you at 17 which is amazing um <laughs> but um yeah I think that's a really good way to start like go for the day because like then I think the night time and the staying away might be the frightening part for some people yeah. and I'll be honest for myself like anyone who knows me like I'm the biggest wuss ever and it definitely stems from my, my my parents, not in a bad way, but like, whenever I go anywhere, they're always like, be safe, be okay. Like, oh, are you, yes. are you, you know, what's the area like? Whenever I go somewhere new. So like, it's always this like, it's like ingrained in me to be nearly anxious about like going to a new place. So like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. super, like I just moved to Portugal this year. Like, and like, when I first came here the first month, I was an anxious wreck until I felt totally secure in where I was, like, were the locals good or safe, you know, or they nice yes. like people and stuff like that. like. It takes me a while, I'll be honest, to like really relax in that. But like again, like I would say, like as an anxious person, like you can do it. Again, it is stepping outside that comfort zone, like you say, and doing yeah. it baby steps, like a day trip, and then like one night away. It doesn't have to be for so so long. Exactly. And yeah, yeah, and like. What you said at the beginning though was really helpful and, and an important one as well is actually tuning into what your values are. Because I think a lot of people like don't do this, realize the importance of this and are just kind of going on in life in this kind of like, you know, what would you call it, like a roller coaster rat race yeah. through the motions, not actually being aware what their needs, values and wants are like you really pay attention to that clearly and you know where you're finishing your course that's fine but like that secure lifestyle while that might be for somebody else it just isn't for you like teaching a very secure lifestyle or secure career yes. studies, but for you that isn't what you your values are so you know that like yes you want to finish that course but it's not what you want to continue to do I think like for people and you spoke about maybe talking about journaling more but maybe like that would be something like you could ha- help them tell- talk about a little bit to um, help them explore what their values are because I think it's a really important aspect of everyone's life to get to know a bit more.
1: Oh, a million percent. Like, I always say, if I could have like one massive billboard, I would just be like, find out what your values are because yeah. it is, it's honestly a blessing and a curse because once you find them out you're able to put the sets in place but once you know them you can sense when you're straying away because when you're strayed from your values that's when the turmoil happens in your life and it always goes back it's kind of like if you built a really bad house like say it looked brilliant on the outside but like the framework was horrendous underneath the foundations it's just like your values so like once you get those in fix like everything else just works better and I read a book by um I don't know was it Anthony, something—it's you know, awaken the giant within. I don't know if um, you've read it. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. Within, I yeah. don't know why that's in my head, but maybe it's not. But you know what I'm talking about, it Tony It could be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why Anthony was in my head, but um, I'm terrible for him remembering books' names so and authors <laughs> and everything. Yeah, all the time. Um, but yeah, I read that one like probably half a year ago now, and like literally my number one is obviously freedom freedom to the core but then you can also have some kind of contradictory values where i like think that a lot of people listening to this have probably heard okay maybe my values i know a little bit about my values like i maybe i'm quite a caring person i look at some of my friends who like are doing nursing and things like that and they just naturally have that value a little bit higher than me whereas it's not that i don't care yeah. it's just the fact that freedom is higher for me. So yeah, all there may just- be
0: like scales as well. Like, you know, like for me, like I like security in certain aspects of my life. Yeah. But then in other aspects, I love the side of like unpredictability. Like I don't know what's happening, you know, next week. Like I like my job isn't like secure. And I like that. I don't like that like yes. I'm in a nine to five job. I wouldn't like that. I hate rigidity, like that kind of way. But I like to feel safe then in other aspects of my life, you know, you know, like financially having um independence as well and things like that so I guess there's kind of scales or like different ways of looking at it as well so I do like the freedom in some aspects but I also like security in other ways so like it can just depend Yeah. yeah
1: a hundred percent and like I suppose with the solo travel that's another way where I've really figured out my values because like what I did initially was read that book then I just it was kind of just a thought in my head a lot so you know maybe you think about it once every three days you think oh yeah maybe this is like one of my values because I'm doing this or like for me I actually find it very hard to even do a to-do list because that's how much I hate the structure so I almost resist against it but for a lot of people that's a really good structure and once upon a time it kind of worked a bit better for me whereas now i've identified like when you have that written down it makes you not want to do it so i kind of have to do like i call it like just a broad list so i'll write down a few things not specifics once it's specific it will not be getting done but once it's brought like okay i have the freedom to do maybe three things here so i kind of have to structure a lot of different systems yeah. in my life i suppose around my values but when i've been traveling like that's one of the things everyone asked me. Like, how do you stay in hostels without being scared? And I listened to a podcast before, and it really, really stuck with me. And it said about it was kind of speaking about the pain pleasure complex in your brain, like dopamine and everything like that. And it was saying like how when we like evaluate a situation or when we want to do something, that we evaluate if the kind of pain payoff is worth it for the amount of pleasure that we're going to get from it. So, for example, when you go training or whatever, similar kind of mindset on that and basically for me when I heard that it was like a a little switch flipped and I was like oh my god when I go to stay in hostels and things like that like if I was the only person in the whole hostel and I was going there the pain pleasure complex wouldn't be worth it for me whereas when there's lots of different people there and there's the opportunity for me to first of all meet people straight away when I go to a new place be surrounded by different cultures have so many people there for that sense of security when you're going back at night or you go out together that night and not being going home to like an Airbnb or something like that so there straight away like I would stay in the worst place ever now because I love all of the like amazing things that could happen within that environment yeah. even though it's not necessarily the most luxurious which yeah. if I was staying somewhere on my own maybe I prefer that because there's not much else that I'd be looking for for pleasure out of that environment if that makes sense I got you. so I was kind of thinking of it like that and then with the value sort of thing, when you meet all these new people in hostels, like you're surrounded by new cultures, it's so eye-opening. And like, you're just getting so many different perspectives. And even when you spend time with people outside of your own culture, you notice values that have kind of been embedded in you that you didn't even know that you have kind of like yeah. our internal bias so I don't really, know if you've done any yeah, work on
0: I that really, yeah yeah I I've even like this year alone like you know just moving away has been the best thing I've ever done like it's just it's crazy how you can be just as you say like in just cultures that are embedded in you and you think are normal and then you you leave and you're like wow okay there's a different way of looking at this and it's just yes. your whole perspective on, on things can change and like you don't have to go and move to the country for like eight months for that to happen
1: yeah
0: it's just like you say like being more open when you are away open to the new cultures and being I suppose a bit adventurous towards it you know and um open-minded really um yeah I love everything you're saying there like so for you like what if you were to say give tips to a first-time solo traveler like what would be like a few like practical things to tell Mm -hmm. them to start looking into um you know looking maybe in January want to go away somewhere by themselves what would you say
1: yeah and 100% I think a lot of people are looking at January at the moment because a lot of my followers would be maybe in college and things like that and that's when we have the biggest break so if you are listening to this and you're thinking the same or even if that's when you have your holidays booked for or whatever like it's a really good time to go because a lot of the time flights are quite cheap around that time and because of Covid there is a lot more kind of like airlines looking to get people in so I think that when you are like a lot of people are getting very scared about the Covid guidelines so like when I go to a place as well, like I will just search everything on their website and every place that I've been to recently, like as long as you're following the guidelines, there's nothing to worry about. And like once you are okay with the possibility of restrictions changing when you're there and things like that, then you're good to go. So that's what I wanted to say before I kind of speak about it because I get a lot of messages about that. And I think that at this stage now, there is a lot of very good systems in place to make sure that we are safe from
0: it when we're going away and things like that. So
1: I think that definitely it opens a lot of doors
0: I think to people uh, something I hear from people that they're afraid of is getting like trapped in the country I don't think it would ever come to that that you'd like not be able to get home to your own country like for me that's not something I'm afraid of anyway I don't know what do no. you?
1: <laughs> yeah I'm the same I always say like Ireland is too nice for something like that to happen yeah, to us I feel like so no matter what you can always contact the embassy in that country and you'll always be able to get out. Yes. Like, and especially if it's Europe, like Europe is so exactly. easy just to travel through. and yes. um, like it's a little bit different if you're further away, of course. But like yeah, the majority of people listening to this, if you're going on your first solo trip, it probably will be Europe. Yes. So a million percent, like I would say to people, like, firstly do like a day trip somewhere, even if that is somewhere in Claire, go into like a beach. Near you, like if anyone follows me on Instagram, everyone will know I'm obsessed with a hinge. It's probably unhealthy, that yeah. I'm so obsessed with a hinge. But I honestly go there, I go there for like a solo day every weekend. Most weekends that I'm here, and I go for breakfast to this like, place that kind of gives me hostel vibes. It's just kind of like surf vibe. Yeah, and I go in there for my breakfast, like walk on the beach, and it's like my little safe haven. But like I do that solo kind of trip every weekend. So even if you wanted to start it with something like that, and then build it up. So say you go on that trip, and then you're like, okay. Kira, yeah, where do I go next? What I say is download Hostel World, download Skyscanner. So I use Hostel World for all of my hostels. Uh-huh. And then I have a reel on my Instagram explaining kind of like how I search for a hostel. But I want to do a little bit more on that because I suppose like you wouldn't really know what to look for yeah. depending on your vibe. Like, yeah. what do you want? Like, do you want a mix of people? Do you want something a bit more commercial to make you feel a bit more like used to? the environment if you use the hotels like you know there's little tips and tricks here and like I stayed in a party hostel in Budapest on my first like um kind of proper solo trip and I did not know what I signed myself up for so that was a lesson I learned very early on and I suppose now like I probably never ever stay in a party hostel like ever what, ever, what ever but for some people <laughs> so I went and like at this time, I was so scared. It was my first thing in a hostel. So I was in Venice before. Oh, okay. wow. I was in Venice for two nights and stayed in a really nice hostel there. Then went to Budapest, was booked in for three nights. Uh, it's called the Hive Party Hostel, if anyone is wondering. <laughs> and basically, it was six-year-old night. I was like, no bother, like, at the moment at that time I used to do um this is another alter ego makeup and things so I used to do makeup lashes and spray tan <laughs> so I'm yeah, sorry and I um I used to do that for like um teenagers used to go to discos and stuff so I used to do that save all my money for the solo trip then off I trotted so I saw six year olds like unreal and went in and I remember I was so flustered when I went in and I saw like everyone like drinking and stuff and I went upstairs like um Because the elevator was broken, I was walking up the stairs. These windy stairs. Couldn't remember what way I went to the room. I was so disorientated. The girl brought me to the room. I saw a hair on my bed when I was going to walk up to my bed. I nearly died. I'm not even joking. There was tears in my eyes when I went up to the bed. I was like, I'm not staying here. It was six o'clock. I I was like, I don't know how to get out of here. There was no one in my room. And then eventually, like people came to my room. Like became really good friends with two of the girls. Like we went out. It was amazing. But at that time, when I went in, I was like oh my god but then I came home that night the music was going on until 5am oh god literally was up at four at at nine so four hours sleep uh, no so if you're going to party hostel like now if I was going I'd go with like the intention of partying for two party. days and not sleeping yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: that's where you go to party hostel for okay good to know <laughs>
1: yeah so exactly if anyone sees the word party hostel just make sure that you're ready for it if We're it no is the case <laughs> yeah exactly um but no so like yeah especially like the vibe like reading the reviews seeing what people say and people are pretty honest as well like uh i suppose travelers especially look out for other travelers so you'll go on put the review and especially me i like to do some for like from the angle of like safety because i think that's what girls look for the most like was we'll safe? what's the entrance like so that's another thing i like, always try and get like a photo of the street that it's on or like the entrance of the hostel because before i stayed in one airbnb during the summer that I forgot to do it for when I was so used to like always like looking it up sometimes you forget and then I got to this Airbnb and I was like oh I probably won't go out after it's dark because of just the way it was situated and it was just slightly outside of the area where I kind of knew and I was like it's not the best area but I already knew that when I booked it but normally it's quite busy or whatever but I was just down one side street and I suppose just that small just that check and saying okay look it literally next door you have like a restaurant which probably stays open till 10 or 11 yeah. then always you're safe to go in so that's why I like the hostels as well because there's always someone in reception but it's yeah. still cheap so that's a big thing I think for people if you're looking to do it on a budget hostel is so safe as well but then people get nervous about the dorm room where I suppose I was so scared as well if it to starts to in a dorm room I was like oh my god like there's no way I'm sleeping in the same room with someone else like I'm very weird with my friends as well I'm normally like my own space only like I love to be alone whereas I'll I kind of do that when I want to socialize in hostels for all the reasons that I was saying but I've never stayed in a mixed dorm so I started off with female dorms that's what I recommend as well just starting off with a female dorm yeah. if you did want to stay in a hostel and try and get as little beds as possible because the less chance of noise so like four bed is usually the smallest sometimes three if you're lucky yeah. but it can go all the way up to like thirty. so yeah. think about it. if there's 30 of you in there and 29 of them are gone out it's going to be one after the other every hour on the hour but um yeah so I suppose that's like like my other tip on the accommodation side of things download hostel world get the hostels up read all the reviews I always go for the ones with more reviews than others because more people have stayed there and yeah a little bit more accurate as well
0: I think like everything there is really good so like kind of do your research on the area really good tip on like the the entrance like that's a really like practical one that people mm-hmm. i wouldn't have thought about so the entrance to the hostel or whatever the airbnb is you're staying in um and then like look at the reviews of the hostels like obviously if you want like a more party vibe then go for a party one if not yeah <laughs> i think a female only hostel at the start or room anyway would a million percent be, would be good um especially just starting off but uh yeah they're really good practical tips and yeah like obviously like there's always going to be something to be worried about in in life and that's something not, like I've learned like but you've got to like what are you going to do like stay in and, and or yeah. live your life at home or are not going to try these things you know so I think it is um just like there's so many people are doing it like and you know stories are positive for the most part you know what I mean and there's so much to gain and benefit from it like what you're saying there even of just like your your mornings in the hinge like just I think people need to spend more time by themselves to know themselves Mm -hmm. and like if we don't how are we going to know what we want who we are like what we need in life you know if we're not spending time by ourselves because our own thoughts and everything can get drowned out by being around other people all of the time.
1: Oh my god a hundred percent like exactly what you were saying there if I don't spend like a certain amount of time with myself like my whole brain feels like I need to like literally removed like the I don't even know like the rubbish that has been inside of it like just piling up because I haven't had a chance to process it on my own. So yeah. like it's just like for example when I went away um in June for the summer I started off in Portugal as well and I stayed in this hostel for one month and I had only planned to stay for like two weeks but I was like I'm gonna stay in one place and then I got to know the people there like you get really close to people really quickly when you're away and basically I spent my time for almost two and a half weeks straight constantly with people mm-hmm. and I only realized when I was like I have not just sat and listened to my own voice for two and a half weeks and I honestly had to have like a full two days of solitude to make yeah. up for it so to avoid that like feeling and I think that's where a lot of people kind of have like like really emotional days so say for example if you had like a month of like you just like maybe something happens to you whether it's be the smallest thing ever like literally you go to work this a small thing happens that maybe annoys you or upsets you and then you go after your work maybe to meet a friend then you go home you put on the tv then you do something for work for half an hour and then you go to bed and you haven't thought about it then the next thing you're like well oh, I've forgotten about it but your subconscious mind hasn't forgot
0: about it so it hasn't been then, processed at all your no. body or mind hasn't processed it yeah
1: so it's like your body is just like completely separate to your mind at that time and like that's what I see with a lot of people like the because I've done it so much in the past and I think that people don't even believe when I say that I have been in the worst worst state with all of that stuff and that's why I you have to hit like rock 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 bottom with your brain I think to be able to fully be like wow I can never do this again and I used to do the same like I used to at the start I used fitness as like a distraction to avoid any sort of feelings that I was feeling and because I've gone through that now I have such a greater appreciation for fitness for nutrition for all those good things because I'm doing them for the right reasons and it's honestly not until like the last probably month or so where I've realized that I did do that in the past and I think your own brain will only process things after a while after you have sat and listened to your thoughts and people don't give themselves the time to just sit with the thoughts and I couldn't survive like my friends all make fun of me if we go anywhere like for a night away or whatever like I will have my alarm set I'm 5am club you don't have to be 5am club but that is what works for me so I will have my light up alarm clock bring it with me wherever we go have that on the bird noises will come on at about five to five I'll go do my thing for a few hours before they get up and that's the only way we could go anywhere together because I literally could not have that little time in without my own thoughts if that makes sense
0: yeah no like I totally get that like I this I feel it physically if I have been around people like the energy like I can feel tightness more rigid my head's like so big full of like tension and a headache like I'll feel it like physically if I haven't had my me time or my time for myself like I'm just being around I just get overwhelmed like with just even if nothing bad if, if we're having a fun time even if it's all like you know happy I'm still yes. I just still I need my space away so then like at a few days after say an event or being around people for time, I'm like oh finally in back in my house again this is by myself <laughs> it's like a breath yeah like so yeah but I think it's important like what I said I feel it phys- most people probably feel that physically somewhat you know your body manifests that up somehow you know so again paying attention to how you physically feel as well and listening to your body I know that's thrown around so much like listen to your body but like it is a true thing if you really do pay attention to you know your, your muscles are they tense is your chest tight are you breathing more um um, short like you're not you know shallow. shallow that's it yeah like that kind of thing like that can all be a sign that you just need to like take a breather and slow down a wee bit and whatever the reasons for that be but I do find that everyone should, needs to have their own time and space to as you say process things like process a day process a week you know um, and just do that in your in a nice place by yourself, if you can. Like, not everyone's going to have that opportunity, but like, just you know, yeah. you know, making like going out just for a walk, even by yourself, not listening to music. You know, we often like distract ourselves. Like, I'm one for that. I'm like, I love a walk and music, but like, why? I I mean, you get annoyed when you lose your earpods or something, earbuds. But yeah. like, why is that? You hate that your own thoughts or but That's forcing you to actually. Do, listen to your thoughts and like process things and get through things so I think it's a, a good one to practice with even just getting out for a walk with no air, earphones and stuff that could be a way of doing it and just like processing things while you're moving
1: yeah I think so a million percent and like with the whole thing you're saying there about basically stress manic- manifest itself in your body and I think that it's really important to say like that people kind of look at stress as like this one thing of like oh something awful happens but like stressors there are so many things that are stressors in our lives that people kind of overlook and it's something I find so so fascinating like I don't know if you've read the book um how zebras get ulcers it's all kind of about um the stress response like it is quite technical the language I found it very tough to read but it really opens your eyes to like how much stress affects you and Like what you were saying is, I like, I'm really into the idea of like attracting your energy and like what you put out is what you will receive. But like the last few months, I really started to ask myself, like, what is the energy I hold right now? And it's something I write down in the morning. Like, I write down questions based on like whatever comes into my mind. So I really trust that there is an intuition that kind of like tells me to write down a question. And when I say that, some people are like, oh, yeah, whatever. But like, your intuition is literally just your thoughts like your thoughts is what you just need to listen to so obviously if I have the thought to write this down then this is my intuition because if I didn't have the thought it wouldn't be my intuition so I'm still trying to figure that all out but that's something I write down and then what I try and do is like ask myself especially the last few weeks with school and like with inspections and things like that it's a whole different stressor that I had never actually really experienced because our placement got cut short in second year so I'd only been out for two weeks so I'd never had this before and then I'm so used to being on my own schedule not having to like be in a place for a certain time like and all of these things they almost sound like a bit stupid that you're saying like oh my god like all of these things are such a stressor for me but I was like anything that's a change in your natural environment that you're used to is a stressor so this is a massive stressor for me and even the change in eating patterns like in with like the nutrition side of things because like the gut brain connection I'm fascinated like fascinated by that so I was finding myself I'd come home for lunch I'm on my lunch break now so I'd come home for lunch and basically eat all my food and I'd be in like flight or fight mode literally eating my food and I started to get like all of these symptoms of like kind of like stress-induced IBS like then and I was like oh my god and I'm like because I kind of know what's going on it's almost like even worse because you're like Kira you can see this so clearly what's going on with you and you're still kind of doing it. So I can understand so much how you can kind of be your own worst enemy when you are kind of in a stress environment because it's hard to be able to detach yourself from it. But what I say to everyone, even my own clients, like trial and error, like I, my motto for the last like five weeks has been finding out everything you don't like is the key to finding what you do like because I've found out so many things that I don't like the last five weeks. But I keep saying that means that I like this. So I look at the opposite. I'm like, that means that I like this. Yeah. Like, does uh, I think that's a good outlook to have on yeah, it? Definitely. To keep yeah. yourself sane. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, uh, I agree with everything you're saying there as well, and like. I I actually I feel like the word like the most annoying coach ever when I speak to my clients but I'm always going on about stress and like they'll come to me with like what food can I eat for this and like anything else I could try and just like I'm so sorry to bring it back but like we need to mind your stress and like they're like but I'm not that stressed but I'm like there's life in general like you're just in fight or flight mode all of the time and just something as simple as you said there not taking the time to eat your lunch in a mindful way is like a stressor your body's not getting a chance to digest produce the enzyme it needs your brain's not catching up to digest the food that you're eating and, and tell your your gut that you're full and all of this so like it's just um that takes like that's a stressor in itself and it's something like I always feel I'm saying such like I feel like it's an annoying thing to get people to change isn't it because it's not a simple yeah. thing it's kind of like it's like a mindset shift you've got to work a little bit harder on like changing a few things and like working on stress management then and it's not as simple as just like you know making a few dietary changes and like I am so, I'm so conscious of that when I'm saying isn't but it is a huge thing to, to work on and change and stress isn't just a, a once-off event or one thing there's stress everywhere now like if you just turn on the news if you've got the news on in your car you don't even realize it but you're stimulating cortisol like you're just like your brain is like oh god bad news you know you're just constantly in a stressed out state like especially now like I just can't listen yeah to that I, like I'm no like, oh.
1: <laughs> I'm the exact same and like I what I am doing recently is like this is probably where my spiritual side comes up so I'm like very into like protecting my energy so what I do now is like I have the systems in place where, like, my energy is protected. So basically, in my room, like, <laughs> I sound a bit crazy, but nobody enters my room. And if they do, like, I will be saving that place to get that energy removed because that is my safe haven. Yeah. So I always know at the end of the day, I'm going into this positive energy feels like. And when I say this, people, people are like, you sound like such a hippie or whatever. But I'm like, guys, if you tried it out, like, even if I if I labeled that room as a different thing, like, maybe just uh, like meditation room or if I labeled that as like uh the calm room instead of saying like the positive energy field you'd be like okay I can vibe with that so I'm like it's just changing the language for whatever suits your beliefs and having that designated space and like I go up there and I know no matter what I'm going to be so calm like but then throughout the day there is obviously times when your energy is like brought down so like I believe like there's a certain frequency you're vibing vibrating at so yeah for example maybe my frequency right now is right here but like, I know you can't see what I'm just like saying, like in the middle or whatever and say it's here. And then I meet somebody who's like really, really below. And I couldn't maybe have had control over that situation. And especially I think when you're in an environment where you are working with other people and you're not used to that, you're very sensitive to the energies around you. And I definitely feel like I am like an empath and I yeah. really, yeah. and. It's really been highlighted to me like the past few weeks, whereas before I think I would have been a little bit better of just been like, oh yeah, whatever. But when you're more in touch with your own energy, you're a bit like protective of it because you're like, I've worked so hard to get this energy here that why am I letting certain things affect me? And I suppose when you're in that environment, I think that's where people kind of give up per se and say, like, oh well, I can't do anything about it because X, Y, and Z is happening and like they're just gonna say this to me or whatever, they're gonna do this. And then what I like to ask myself then is since I've been doing the CBT and it's the reason I got into the CBT is because I kind of dipped my toe in and then I I heard there was actually a name for it so I was like okay I'm going to look more into it and then kind of speaking a little bit about like when I was learning about cognitive distortions and things like that and like that kind of black and white thinking of like oh if this person says this to me then I have to have this reaction that I have to feel like this but like who said I have to feel like that, is that my ego kind of talking there and me and my ego like we've been really chatting the last few weeks and like when you start to delve into the ego you're kind of like okay like any reaction that I have is kind of me trying to make myself feel better about something but is it really making me feel better in the long term. Yeah yeah
0: when you talk about ego it's not it doesn't always mean like your pride there's it's there's other aspects to your ego isn't there? Yeah so like Ego is literally just basically
1: the opposite to like your purest self. So that's my interpretation. So anything that like your highest self would do, the ego is trying to do the opposite. So maybe yeah, yeah, like my highest self is like really compassionate and like thinks about maybe what somebody else has going on that day that might cause them to react like that. Whereas my ego is like, oh no, they're they're speaking down to you, or like they're doing this to make you feel bad. And it's all just kind of self-centered more so like not like oh I look really good today that's not what ego is all about it's kind of mm-hmm. like if any part of your
0: energy is being like attacked it's your ego who thinks you're being attacked basically okay yeah and no, that's really interesting like I like that even like if someone's having a bad day to look at that like, with compassion not a judgment approach and things like and yeah uh, yeah it and that is hard work like I guess it's not something that you just do overnight but no it, it, <laughs> It's a work in progress, I I guess. And like everyone will have different things that they struggle with more. And like, I guess it's more not about reacting to something and trying to respond to it like better, like is what you're kind of saying there, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: 100%. Like, and I think that everything, it always just goes back like trial and error. And like, basically, what I say is every person you meet, like, you're meant to meet them for a reason and they're meant to teach you a lesson. And like, if you think, back to like even somebody that you met briefly like maybe three years ago think about them and like say what was the reason that I met this person say if it was like something really random like I always think is on all of the 24-hour trips that I went on I wasn't meant to go on any of them because they were all like the day before so like everybody that I met on those trips it was like I learned things that like I was so meant to learn at that time and I think that's what's so special about like just doing things on your own because if, if you're there with yourself you're more likely to meet other people who want to speak to you whereas if you're in your own little bubble with friends not that that's a bad thing there's obviously a time and a place for that but the if you're with your friends you're more likely to stay amongst yourself and the signs that maybe are the lessons the universe wants to give you might be trying really hard to get into that bubble, but it's just a bit harder when you're not on your own.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, a thing about protecting your energies, I thought was interesting. Like, and like whether you're spiritual or not, like I think this is just important for people to to be aware of. Like we talked, you talked about it in terms of like a frequency, like and I, I I would kind of resonate with that as well. Like you know, higher vibes, lower vibes, and like there's a various levels in between that. And like you know, obviously you try and be on you're the higher end of the vibe most of the time and do things that like. Bring you up there, like so. Everyone will yeah. be different, but like, even getting outside for walks, eating well, stuff like that, they're all things that can just raise your energy and make you feel better. But what was I trying to say? Yeah, like, so, like, being an empath, I think, like, most people are in this kind of career, like, you work with people, um, in like, say, like a nutrition or just in terms of a helping kind of career, like, you tend to be an empath. So, like, I do find like I myself could get really drained you know, when I'm working like one-to-ones and it is quite hard because you are absorbing people's energies. Um, What is your tips for like supporting your own energy? Like to, I know you said staging is one thing, but like say, is there anything else you do?
1: Yeah, so I think that anything that releases your energy is something that you should include after a period when you're able to have awareness around, okay, so today I'm not feeling the best. My energy must be down and looking at your list of things so I always say like compile a little list of like energy sparking things that you do so Uh, each one it might not appeal to you every day but like there will be one on that list that does so for example if I have gym down on mine like the past two weeks it's my first time in probably like two years where I haven't been going to gym consistently and from that I've realized like it's not my only thing that I have to rely on for energy and now i'm really starting to put an emphasis where i kind of would have lacked before in building good relationships with friends and like having bonds and like different communities and things like that because i always used to listen to like people saying like oh that's like the purpose of life like you know having your like community having people around you building relationships whether it's just one person and because like you said like when you were a bit shocked that i'd gone when i was 17 like i've always been like really okay on my own that there was a stage where I started to say like, oh, I don't really need to be with anyone else. And that's the other end of the spectrum where I can really understand how like people who are kind of scared to solo travel, I would be similar with before, maybe like last year of traveling with anyone else. So that's like the other end of the spectrum that I suppose is quite rare. And it could really hinder parts of your life where there is that, almost like I started to just avoid having my energy crossed. Yeah. So I kind of really... I've been working on that so much recently and it's still a work in progress for sure but I think that it's a really big part to be able to say okay like here's my energy do I have maybe some people that have really good energy that can help me to bring up my energy and that is a good thing sometimes and I think people are scared of that in case you're like leaning too much well this is just my interpretation I would be more like oh if I get that close with somebody am I leaning too much on them and then I'm like going to get hurt if they're not my friend anymore or whatever and I think that that is like one that nobody really speaks about and that is one that like I almost felt like a bit crazy to feel like that because I was like oh my god is this normal like am I spending too much time on my own that I'm trying to feel like this but now because I put the work in and I have like some really amazing friends who like one of them is coming home tomorrow and I'm just like so excited I'm like my frequency is going to be so freaking high tomorrow like so having that thing and like then I have things as small as literally like going for a walk and getting the nice coffee instead of just the other coffee I always get. Do you yeah, know what I
0: mean? Yeah, <laughs> totally. yeah, yeah, I agree. Music as well, first thing in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like music is a great one, I think. Like, just like what, what you listen to can make such a difference. So switch off the news, put on some music instead. <laughs> Christmas songs for me now, like I love them. Like gets me like whatever it is for you, like um just to raise your your vibe, your frequency, your energy. It doesn't matter what like your thoughts are on this, like spiritual or not, you don't have to be exactly like, just about like raising in your mood like getting into better and um, mood wise you can even just think of it that way and um, and just like, like you know everyone has to mind their it's like having a boundary everyone has to have their own boundaries in place and like put like you know make sure they're looking after their your own energy itself and not doing everything for other people not being around people who bring you down and that's like again awareness is key and like paying attention to your body physical signs you know how you're feeling emotionally and like like you know could it be the people that you're around or could it be the environment that you're in that just isn't working with you and what you you know it, you might need to put in a few boundaries there <laughs> yeah I think so and that it's so funny
1: you said the word boundaries because I Obviously I'm very spiritual so I believe like every conversation I have has a sign kind of embedded and this is something my friend who's really spiritual as I'm meeting tomorrow, she's always like, Kira. if I ever have an issue, she's like, that goes back again and I'm like, my boundaries. So that is one that I have a big, big problem in and like what you said, doing coaching and things like that, yeah. you really, like, it's hard to keep your boundaries when you want to help somebody so so bad and you're like i literally if i could like i would literally just like do it for you and like that's where you're kind of like oh my god and i feel like that a lot so i think the boundaries thing is something again like i take notes in my notes if, if anyone read my notes in my iphone they think that i was a maniac like everything i see here do i write it into my notes so sometimes i'll be like okay so boundary here how can I do it and then if I think of something during the day I'm like okay maybe I'll try this next time yeah. that would didn't work like I'll just write it down and like instead of like always having like you know main character like TikTok files like you in the journal sometimes that's not like like proper in real life like sometimes it's only you just popping it into your notes instead and whatever works for you I think
0: yeah yeah no boundaries are definitely one of the harder things to implement I find like if you're a yes person people pleaser like that's me like you know it's a real change of mindset change like it's hard work to try and change who you are nearly like that's the way you have been for so long but like it's so so important because everything that comes out of that like your relationships will be affected like the type of relationship you get into is influenced by kind of the boundaries that you have uh, yeah. Your friendships will be influenced. So, like, it's so important. I say that so much to my clients to really work on boundaries. And it's a hard one. Like, and start, I always get them to start small, saying no to a small thing or, like, you know, not agreeing to everything. And, like, and questioning why, I guess, if people don't think about this, but, like, why are they so afraid to say no? It's like, is it letting people down? Judgment, uh, they're not a good person. Like, it's starting to think about questioning the thoughts around it, you know, like, and then you start to realize there's more to this than just, you know, I need to say yes to everyone
1: (laughs) yeah and I think what you're saying there is like the kind of causing the distortion of catastrophizing everything like literally that's what I've done with with so many things and recently in my life like the last two or three weeks like a lot of things that I catastrophized for honestly like years at this rate which sounds crazy like they all happened and everything was fine and I think that you have to go through a certain level of catastrophizing and then feel the feeling of it being fine To know for your brain to know okay this is actually how it is now and like I'm running the show now instead this way instead of it being that thought we had before and like actually like even when you said saying no to something and what I try to challenge myself to do now is doing something that is so so unnatural to me that I don't even want to move my mouth like for example I'm always like if I'm calling to one of the girls house it almost like kills me to not tell them I'm coming it's something in me that I'm like I couldn't just knock on their door and it's such a small thing and all of the girls are always like why are you like that so I remember I did it like a few weeks ago and I was like okay it was fine like they're not like why are you at my house <laughs> so like you know something as small as that like and then once you at once sound, like okay i do it again like do you know what I mean
0: yeah absolutely and baby steps like that's it like and not yeah. yeah and just challenging yourself and just like everything I guess in this podcast is kind of like getting out of your comfort zone and like obviously like it's baby steps you don't have to go like for a week trip on your own or anything like or you know say no to a massive thing or to someone important like straight away but like starting off small like it's a really good place to start so um yeah like well we've talked about loads in that like and I think we're nearly in, like an hour like already like we didn't get into yeah. like, stuff. <laughs> but like I kind of probably me. It. No, I kind of knew it was going to be like that, which is a good thing. And I'd like, we got loads from that. And I just love chatting about it as well. It was just like a conversation. Yeah. And like, um, like I've got loads from that as well. And it just gets you thinking. And I think like really, oh, like it just really um, highlights the the importance of just one, getting to know your values. Everyone listen to this. Like, start paying attention to what your values are. Do some journaling, do the work on that. Asking yourself the questions. Your body, your mind has the answers. You just got to give yourself the time to listen and yeah. get out there. um And then the other thing is be more alone. Like, it comes from that, but spend more time alone so you can start listening to your thoughts and your intuition. And so you be, can become a more independent person. This doesn't mean that you you know you won't be in relationships or you don't have to have good friendships it will actually better both your, Help that. Yeah. your friendships. you have to spend time alone and not be needing to be around other people to be um to have what's called I suppose a healthy stable balanced relationship with friends family yeah. or, um partners whatever so yeah and then like for around the travel and I guess like there's so many valuable practical tips there and like for me it's just suggested like are you just showing up the fun side of it how like fun it could be and yeah exactly and uh yeah for me I'm definitely going to be looking into a few more trips away next year by myself as well like I think it's definitely something um everyone should try a few times in life (laughs) oh a million percent yeah I I really enjoyed
1: that now oh my god so thank you so so much for having me anyways and like what I wanted to add on there to something you said about the travel and I think that one of the things I wanted to say was literally if you're thinking of it just do it and if you have that thought that's your intuition telling you you need to do it and like with every new experience you have that's the only way you can grow so if you're always having the same experiences you can't grow it's like doing the same thing over and over again you're just going to go in a circle so
0: having those different experiences and it'll be a catalyst for your growth really a hundred percent and like there's it's possible to do like if I suppose obviously depending on say you're a teacher you can't really do it during the week but you can do the weekends mm-hmm. but if you're working there's still people working from home right now like you know in Ireland speak to your boss like you know maybe you could go uh. away for a few weeks and work in another country like a city you know and like get an Airbnb or get a hostel and obviously you want to have a work set up that like you know is um like work friendly, you know, but there is like yeah. fine cafe is amazing to go and work in. Like I'm so productive yeah. in cafe. Like I'm do <laughs> like wow, like I get so much done where even in the house by myself, I just I don't like I don't know what it is. Like yeah. a mindset thing. But like it, there's ways to work around it. You know, there's even like Um, co-working spaces now in so many big cities as well like you know look into that before you go somewhere that could be a really good place and as well you can meet people too and so yeah if you're thinking about it like you said just you know look into it and go and do it because you won't regret it like you'll get something from it even if it's just getting outside that comfort zone, getting some confidence, you know, you'll get that's something to get from mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? So yeah, okay. Well, I think we'll leave it there because I know we could keep talking, but yeah. like yeah, just for uh, the sake of um a, a long podcast, so I don't think people want to listen to us for that long. But um yeah so much Gary for coming on. So you're going to Bali next week, isn't it? Yes I am <laughs> so, I guess for people to um kind of keep follow you what you're doing, what's uh, where can they fo- find you?
1: Yeah so it's at Kira Butler with three ors on Instagram and that's where I'm most active to be honest and I'm going to be yeah. posting a lot more now that I'm no longer a teacher
0: so <laughs> yeah well I will put your Instagram handle in um the the show notes and also when I post a podcast on Instagram I'll share it as well for you so everyone, amazing have. thank you so much thank you so much for coming on again and thank you everyone for listening if you enjoyed this episode please uh share it and leave a review on iTunes I'd really appreciate it and um yeah I'll be back next week with another episode. Take care, chat to you soon.